Welcome to the Laivana podcast. I am Ivana, your host, life coach, and motivational blogger. I'm here to help you create your own version of a dream life. Each week, you'll hear mindset shifts and action steps that you can implement into your daily life to start living a life you're excited about. Are you ready to go all in on your dreams? Then let's get started. Hi everyone, welcome to today's episode of the Laivana podcast. My name is Ivana Skoric and today we have Manuela Idas joining us from Amsterdam. Manuela is a psychic energy healer and mentor for women helping them get back into alignment. And in this interview, Manuela is sharing with us what does it mean to live in alignment, how we can get back into alignment in our daily life. We talk about different ways stress is detrimental to our physical and emotional health. And Manuela also shared such an inspiring story on how feeling stuck and hopeless inspired her to go backpacking for six years and what her own journey has taught her. If you're ready to start living in alignment and you want to learn how to let go of stress, limiting beliefs and other blockages that hold you back, then just keep listening. Hi, Manuela. Welcome to the Laivana podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hi, Ivana. Thank you so much for having me. So before we start, would you like to introduce yourself to our listeners? Sure. Um, hi, everyone. I'm Manuela Idas. I'm an Italian currently living in Amsterdam. I am a psychic energy healer and mentor for women that are ready and they want to step up their life. Um, I'm the owner of Danaculistic. It's the space where I help these women identifying and removing blockages um, in different areas of their life, whichever area is needs to be looked at at the moment. And this is to allow them to fully live in their alignment. I think I opened the business here in Amsterdam roughly three years ago after I came back from six years solo traveling in uh, Australia, New Zealand, and, and India. And uh, yeah, while I was there, I was already working to a degree, uh, having sessions, reading, and healings. But since I'm back to Europe, I see that the business is really growing and uh, taking a new direction. It's an exciting adventure to see how my life goes with the business and how the business changes as well. Yeah. That sounds amazing. So tell us, you mentioned backpacking. So how did you decide to start traveling? And did you have it all planned out? Or did it just continue spontaneously throughout those six years of backpacking? Mm. Yeah, it, it, was, it was a spontaneous decision every time. But yeah, when I decided to leave, I, it was a really an impulsive decision. Um, I think that that was probably the first time in my 27 years of life where I had no doubt whatsoever on what I was going to do. I was like, yeah, I'm going. I have no clue, no idea. I'm, I'm going though. I have to go. And I believe that was my soul calling me like, hey girl, you have to do something here because this is not working. <laughs> and um, at that point when I... When I took that decision, I was honestly just fed up with my life. I was in a job that was good enough. It was enough to survive, but it didn't really give me purpose or it was just a job. And um, I, I just remember feeling stuck, hopeless, and 
I was angry with the system. I was angry with the economy. I was angry with myself. I was just in a mess. At that time also, I, I was quite sick. Um, I had a lot of stress-related issues that, of course, were not diagnosed. No one knew why I was having constant migraines or constant inflammations. So it's really interesting because I was having a life that was so far away from alignment, from my soul call, from what I really wanted to do, that I was actually making myself sick. And I had a whole sorts of little habits that would just perpetrate this sickness. And I didn't have a clue how to get out of it. Even the, the stress levels that I was used to were really, really high. And when I grew up or the society, the people around me, for, for us, for many of us, that was just normal. Looking back now, it's incredible how far away I, I was from a real, what is a, a healthy Life and sustainable lifestyle and even way of thinking. It's something that I still see in many people and many of my clients. It's like the, they are so used to certain habits, to a certain le- level of stress and worry as well, that it becomes familiar. So they don't even question if they can change, if that's normal. It's just there, has always been there. And we make the assumption that that's just how it is. And so I see that many of us, we can believe that, I don't know, if you have this experience, like I have few friends and for them, it's normal to have headaches uh, four days a week uh, or to have um, digestive issue. It's just how it is. It was my experience, but also from my studies and my work, it's like our bodies, our system is made perfect functioning. All of these, to me, are signs of a system that is running out of alignment. The body sends us signs. It tells us, hey, something is not okay here. The car does the same. They have all the little lights come up and down. The body does the same. We just don't treat the body as we could and sometimes we should. And so traveling for me became my way out. It was my opportunity to to change all of that to change my life. Of course, I didn't have, <laughs> I didn't have a plan. My plan was to go away for one year. I was like, yeah, sure, one year. I learn English, it's fine. And then I went there and was like, oh, Australia, great. It's a safe country. I can find a job. I will settle here and have a really normal job forever. Get married, nice. It took me 10 days. That plan went out of the window, just straight like that (laughs) and uh, as soon as I arrived I went to do I couldn't find a job that was the the thing and uh, so I freaked out I was like oh that's not good different country don't know anyone I don't have money what do I do I I went volunteering there is this really cool project called woofing willing workers on organic properties on organic farm so I went to help someone with taking care of their horses and they also had a farm for medicinal herbs and there as only the soul can do I've met the woman that became a friend but also became a mentor and she blew my mind she is probably the the person that had the biggest impact in my life and since then 
traveling those six years have been a journey for me to heal. And when I recovered, when I became stronger, both in my physical, but also in my mental uh, space, when I was like, yeah, okay, actually, I can do a lot of things and I can pursue my dreams. I kept going. And for, I think, two years, at least two or three years, I moved each time to a different therapist, basically. So I wanted to learn something. I wanted to try different techniques, different way to shift. And so I would find an astrologer and I would ask if I could go there and spend some time with them. And so in that way, I lived in monasteries with Buddhist nuns for a certain amount of time. I lived in an institute for peak states of mind where transformation was like incredible. I've done a lot of experiences all around shifting and changing mindsets and lives, basically. And every time I ended up a visa, I was like, okay, where can I go? What do I do now? (laughs) That sounds so inspiring. I love how you went to Australia and you met your mentor there. It's so amazing. I agree with what you said, that stress has become so normal that we don't even question it. You know, we have stressful jobs and relationships and we see that as as something that's normal. Yeah, especially in here, I see that to me, it was very interesting also to see the difference between Europe and Australia. Because like I come from Italy and there, it's not normal to change job. The system is not as fluid as it was in Australia. I left home at 27 and I was too old for, to find jobs. It was like, oh, you're already 27, that's done. I go there and it's like, oh, 27, a kid, come here, have a job. I was like, what? Really interesting to, to see how much what I believed was true, was true. Actually, I was like, oh. How many things do I know that are actually, they have, there is no valid reason for me to believe. So how did you realize that starting a business was the right path for you? I think that was a progression, actually. It wasn't a made decision. When I started to, to change and I started to see how much my life was changing, I was mind blown because I think that every one of us should learn Uh, mindfulness or emotional management, nonviolent communication. I think those are tools that we should learn when we are kids to have a more holistic, to have better tools to grow up, actually. And so I was observing on one side my process of change and I was observing my friends at home and I could see that they were so stuck in their own patterns without knowing that there was something different. And I started to have this need to share. I was like, guys, there is something different. There is something that you can actually do to change. And uh, of course, if you want, change is not for everyone. But at the time, I was already doing massaging and doing reading. So for me, working with people has always been my passion. Back in the days, I thought that I would have to run a cute cafe with lots of plants, a lot of <laughs> books. And now the idea is still, oh, it's not a cafe anymore. I would like to have a corner with coffee and tea. But I think the business came as my need to contribute to to society to give back because like I had I received a lot the change that I could have that's the biggest gift I could have and if I can even give back half of 
the value I had from my travels and from my journey, I'm, I'm happy with it. Since you're passionate about living in alignment and you discovered what it's like to live in alignment, how would you define living in alignment? There are different ways to define alignment and uh, probably we see them all. We just don't give them the, the name. So to me, alignment is the moment where all the thoughts and all your action are in line and they are in accordance to what is our soul's desire, what's our higher purpose, what's our soul call. And when you can see when a person is in alignment, the person, it starts to sparkle, it radiates, has a certain confidence inside. It's like this person becomes unstoppable. Life always throws you events and things, but when you're in alignment, you just go with it. It's like, oh, challenge, great, lesson to learn. And I see a biggest one, a big, big one for me was when I actually started to embody my alignment more and more, I had more clarity. Even on my direction, for example, when you're aligned, you know where you are going. You also know that it's not necessarily a straight journey. It's not like, yeah, I want to become a healer, have a business, done, easy. Yes, maybe one day I don't have that strength and I sidetrack a little bit and that's fine on that side track there is another lesson that i will need to use so there is a certain amount of trust there you know that you are moving you know that you are growing i also define with some of my clients alignment is when you are able to live your days from a higher energy level what does that mean it's uh, i believe that we come we can live in two different states, a lower energy state and a higher one. The lower energy state is our primal uh, state. It's where we come from, the survival. It's the part of the brain that wants to keep us safe, the part of the brain that helped us evolving as a species. is that thing that tells us, hey, there is a danger run. It's necessary and has its purpose, has its space. But as we were saying before, we perceive stress all the time. And that's something we are not built for. So everything that happens around us, we go straight into run, run and flight, like danger, 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 danger. Our nervous system can't cope with it. And when we come, when we spend too much time in that state, in that energy level, we get tired and we have all sorts of uh, emotions and like we, we can feel anxiety, we can have panic attacks, we just feel hopeless. You know, those days when you just don't want to get up and you're like, oh, I just want to spend my day binge watching and don't care, don't want to do anything. That was me before. I would spend there a lot of time doubting, questioning. Some people can spend there four hours a day. Some people can spend there 10 hours a day. It depends on how you are used, how you, what's your blueprint. I believe that when we are in alignment, it's to be able to see that space and move to a higher space, a higher energy space, which I often refer as the powerful state, where you know that your thoughts create your reality. So you start working actively on changing your thoughts to feel better, to uh, raise your vibration. So you will be 
more able to see the beauty around you and and all sorts of things like you can have passions you can have curiosity you can achieve you can find a goal and say you know what i can get there and you just work towards it it's a much lighter and much nicer <laughs> place to be yeah where you know that you are a soul in in a body and that you have all the power to be and to to do whatever you want to do i love how you explained that and i also love that you mentioned trust because so often things are uncertain and we get anxious we don't know what the future holds so that also can get us out of alignment when we're nervous about what's going to happen in the future so i think that trust is important absolutely absolutely that's a big part of the of the process and it was something i had to work on a lot in myself being comfortable with the confusion it's like heraclito i think he said the only constant in life is change but what we don't consider is like when you change there is a moment where you are unsure the old behaviors don't work anymore but you don't have enough new behaviors to feel safe and i remember i used to be so scared it's like what's happening here and i see it all the time in other people it's like i don't know what to do what i don't know what i feel oh my god i want to react but i don't now i i try to explain confusion as you know the butterfly the butterfly goes from the state of the caterpillar to the butterfly but there is the pupa the the middle ground the middle state where it's just there it's like for us i think that confusion it's when i hit that fear of like oh my god what's in the future it's like it's okay i am changing i'm growing i'm still moving that's why i have doubts that's why i am confused if i was always certain of everything i would be just in my comfort zone all the time when now i reprogram that fear like i'm not sure into something new is coming it's good i'm still evolving You mentioned stress and what are some other signs that tell us that we're out of alignment? How can we recognize if we're out of alignment? Mm, there are a lot of ways you can recognize out of alignment and often depends. Okay, to make it easier, for example, emotionally, you can feel that you are stuck, that you are anxious and uh, or you are constantly tired. It's like our bodies are made for us to do things. If we never have energy, there is something that is blocking us you can also maybe notice that you have certain patterns that repeat maybe you see that you always feel like people don't listen to you or you are unable to express yourself the fact that you are unable to express yourself it's just a, it's just a theme but what is the feeling behind do you get frustrated do you get angry are the action that you have corresponding what you feel inside sometimes we smile when we don't want to smile and sometimes we say yes when we don't want to say yes just to be polite or because that's what you do those are clear signs that something is not quite aligned in relationship you can uh, see that you don't feel that you can connect with people as deep as you would like or you don't feel comfortable expressing your voice you are one of those person that maybe have a, an amazing word inside but they are not able to bring it out and that creates again a frustration a, an annoyance you can also feel lonely you know sometimes we have 
20 people around us and none of us can understand who we are and what we want to say. And that you are also, again, out of alignment. The group of people that are around you are not representing the stage where you are. And this is a two-way road. It's like maybe because you are unable to accept and express the place where you are in yourself, the reality around you will show you something that is out of alignment so that you can say, oh, okay, maybe this is not serving the best for me at the moment. Maybe I have to make some changes. You can also notice really easily in a job like... I don't say that everyone needs to have their own business, but if in the morning you get up and you really, really, really don't want to go to work, maybe (laughs) you should start questioning why. Why am I even having this job? Sometimes we need, I do understand that sometimes we need for a certain amount of time to have a job for safety. We all have responsibility, but we can also change our state of mind and like just understand that adding the extra frustration on top of it won't make it better in any way. At the end of the day, I think that the easiest way to notice if we are out of alignment is to be relaxed enough to notice the changes in the body. For example, the body, I think it's our best friend, our best tool for this type of work. Because if someone says to you something that you don't like you will notice that somewhere in the body there will be a tension creating. Some people get tension in the shoulder and they will be like, oh, they will clench the shoulders. Some others uh, will have the feeling of a punch in the stomach. And that can be from an, an external event, like a person saying something that you don't like, your boss telling you, hey, can you do this job? And you're like, oh, I really don't want to do it. Or it can also be from some something inside yourself. Like uh, it might happen that sometimes you take a decision, your friend asks you, hey, do you want to come to the movies, whatever? And you are really tired though. And you say, sure, I come. And your body will be like inside, like, oh, I like my friend, but maybe right now I should have really rested. It's an ability that we can fine tune to be able to recognize those signs in the body. Because most of us, we live a bit outside the bodies. We don't use it as, as the tool that it can be for us. Thank you so much for sharing this. I resonated with a few of those in my past and also now in some situations. So for our listeners who could resonate with some of the signs that you mentioned, what are some tips that you can share with our listeners to help them get back in alignment or some different ways that you found effective? To me, things that work to recognize and to shift to get back to alignment, the biggest one, the one that I use the most is, as I was just saying, come back to the body and move it, exercise, shift the energy. If you, we just say that the body knows when something is out of alignment and it will create attention. If we are able to see that tension, we know already in that moment that we just moved out of alignment. If we are in a place that we can correct it straight away, that's great. Otherwise, sometimes we just have to to shift it. Each person has his own, like you may want to dance it out. You might want to go for a run. Running and 
other activities, other physical activities are great to clear your mind. How many of us go for a run when we have too many thoughts? This is because the, when we have too much energy in the body, if we don't use it physically, it will become emotional energy. And then we end up thinking, 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 overthinking. And all the energy moves in the upper part of the body, in the upper chakra. And it just gives us that massive headache. So easier way to do it, find your legs, shake your legs, shake your hips, and literally move the energy from the upper chakra, from your head down to the arms, shake it out and ground yourself. So a body is the, the easiest one, most accessible. We, we bring it everywhere we go, isn't it? We don't need equipment. <laughs> Just have, get some good music that keeps you going. Um, understand your emotion and your, how your mind works. It's like every action that we take, and especially those impulsive actions, are a response of an emotional stimuli. And if... Uh, we become aware of certain patterns, we again have the opportunity to change it at the source. For example, I might notice that I get tense every time that a certain thing happens. Or a friend calls me and I see that maybe I get tense because I know that that friend is that kind of friend that keeps you on the phone for three hours. (laughs) We all have one of them. And maybe my body's like, ooh, I don't want to pick it up. If I can notice that instead of moving into frustration or whichever low energy emotion we can move into, I can say, okay, I can become again in charge of my reaction and pick the phone and tell my friend. It's like, hey, today I only have 30 minutes to talk. And I can set boundaries healthy boundaries not boundaries that come from anger or from the frustration of not feeling respected but i can say okay i will take care of my energy first but to be able to do that you need to to be available to see the thought process there are tons of tools free tools now out there which is great you can try meditation you can try visualizations breath work is really good You can do energy healings if you know an energy healing around you. These are all great tools that can support you in the journey to go back to alignment. Find activity that help you relax and keep your mind off stress. It's like if your body and your system is relaxed, you are able to cope better with anything. And even if you get out of alignment, we are humans, we all do. We all eat too much chocolate at a certain point, And then we are like, oh, maybe that wasn't the best choice. But hey, delicious chocolate. And just come back and just readjust. That's our life. I think also it's really important to talk with someone. Like find friends that can understand the journey. Find friends that can support you. It's really important to have a group of people or even just that person that you know you can count on. They will pick you up when you are going into that confusion, when you are going into that fear. Because it's a process. We, we can get tired. So you want to have someone that is like there for you that tells you, yeah, you got it. We can do it. It's like, okay, maybe today you are low, but you're doing great. Look at how much you've done so far. You can 
a coach if you if you want to have a coach but even some good friends they they can help immensely they can make really a difference amazing amazing advice and i love what you said about setting healthy boundaries which is also important very much so yeah and uh, in the beginning you mentioned that uh, you help people remove the blockages so how can we know if we have some blockages that hold us back whether that's an energetic blockage or maybe a limiting belief well you can be sure that we all have some of those like i have no doubts to a certain degree we all are we all are human and uh, i think the biggest difference is what do we do with the belief system i still have plenty of those and i deal with them it's just that after a while you you have the option to choose what do you want to do with them do you believe them and you stop your in your tracks because of them or you work with them and you just keep going you you know that you have those belief system because it's um well too many answers at the same time in my head <laughs> you you might notice that you a really good one is like when you can come up with a list of excuses to don't do something that you would really really like to do i really like this one but you know if you spend more time doubting yourself and finding a reason why you should not do something and that something is really important to you that's a really good sign that there is a belief system or a group of belief system that are running in your subconscious and that they are actually stopping you i could come up with tons of reasons why i wasn't good enough for traveling or why i wasn't why i shouldn't have a business blah 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 so much head talk with energy blockages it's something that that you feel sometimes in life we see that a situation repeats itself and you start to question why why do i always get this situation repeating why do i always feel like i don't have enough money why do i always have to fight with my boss why do i never find the right boyfriend or whichever situation that repeats there there is a patterns to me when i work but also in my life patterns are showing me a belief system that is running in the subconscious and because i'm not aware of it the same belief runs and i have the same results i like it or not that's what happens the biggest part of our days runs on subconscious programs and until we can look at those and change them we will always have the same situation if you see that your life has lots of those patterns you often feel out of alignment because of a certain event that's a really good moment to actually work on why and how do i get rid of this blockage sometimes that's why we we need other people to show us our blind spots because we can't uh, well that would be great if we could be there all the time but we are not able to always see every angle of ourselves then we use other people they can help us see what we are not able to see i'm interested to hear from you what are your thoughts on whether it's possible to remove all the blockages or is that something that we need to work on through our whole lives i think that in my case i tend to believe that it's a journey sure you can work on a belief 
and uh, you can remove a belief straight away and that's and that's done but there are many different beliefs so you can't remove all your blockages in a day it would be amazing but i haven't found that technique yet not saying that it doesn't exist <laughs> i just don't know it to me working uh, and I, i see it with my clients because you have to build a new belief system to substitute the old one that might take some time because you have to try different things it's not that you go from full on depression to my life is amazing in an hour unless you've done enough work on yourself that you are able to switch for example even now like i see that when i in the past if i was in a low energy state if i was in a low vibration emotion i could stay there for days i could be sad for days ongoing now if i get sad maybe i'm sad for an hour or two and then i'm like okay is this giving me anything it's like no okay then i can shift but i have done some work before to be able to recognize the sadness and shift it so even i see that with my work at the beginning i used to do uh, one off sessions it's great for the moment but then the body tends to go to the old pattern and in few months the same belief would come back because the person didn't have enough support so even with my clients with the people i work with now i'm moving to uh, mentorships for four months where we are really making sure that the new belief is grounded in them and that they have all the tools to don't reverse back yeah that makes sense so what were some limiting beliefs that you had to let go of in your own journey in the last few years to get to where you are now Mm, great question. I think that the first and biggest belief I had to let go of is that I wasn't being good enough and that I couldn't do stuff. For sure I don't know everything. I have to learn every day some new stuff. And uh, before even just being a business owner, there are a lot of things that I have to learn to keep going or new techniques and stuff, blah blah blah. But before when I used to come from I'm not being good enough, any new little challenge was a big struggle. It's like, oh my god, I don't know this. I should be better. I should be in a different position. Now it's like great new skill that I'm learning. Awesome. I see so many people and some of us so many of us we get stuck on the fear of a failure it's like no one knows it all it's like yeah first time we will probably suck at it just to make it a fun story to tell it's it's okay we are all on the same journey on the same boat um fear of judgment <laughs> to come up and say hey here i am this is my life this is how i think that was a big one i think that sometimes we spend just too much time listening to what other people think we should do we should be we... and that takes away so many opportunities no one thought that i could travel for 6 years and i was the first one to doubt it i i had no clue still day by day i've learned sometimes i had to use wikipedia and but it's okay it's fine I tried I gave myself the opportunity to 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 just really try I don't think that in society we appreciate enough the trial the trial process like failure it's just normal it's okay kids fail all the time and they still learn to walk so why don't we give ourselves the freedom to try things out 
and to be awful at it as well. It's just something that you can improve. We said it before, the fear of confusion. I had to let go of that one. It's like sometimes I'm not too sure of what's going to be next. And instead of freeze, now I just embrace it. I'm like, cool, let's see what's going to happen. Both in the good and the more challenging ways. It gives you a lot of flexibility. And uh, because I work with two languages, Italian and English, oftentimes I lose and miss words. A concept in one language makes lots of sense, but when you translate it, it doesn't. And so I had this really useless <laughs> uh, fear of not being able to be understood. And I made a fuss out of it, but it's like, okay, if they don't understand my message, I just have to communicate it better. So it's like, I turn it into a, how can I improve my communication skills to deliver what I want to deliver? So as you can see, I play a lot with this uh, reframing. It's like, I find where my limiting is. It's like, okay, how can I make it work? And I just keep going until it, it becomes an automatic. I don't even think about it anymore and that's that's the beauty of the journey sure maybe i have to face the same belief a few times but then it becomes just like oh, okay done easy yeah mm. those mindset shifts are amazing how you learned how to deal with those limiting beliefs instead of being held back by them yeah so let's end this interview with some rapid fire questions first question what's your zodiac sign zodiac sign i am a double leo leo sun leo ascendant and scorpio moon If you talk about human design, I'm a manifesting generator for six <laughs> all over the place. 25 things at the same time. <laughs> so is your uh, not self theme to also get frustrated because I'm also manifesting generators? So. Yeah, well, you know what? I've, I'm learning more and more about my manifesting generator body and way of thinking. Our society tends to be linear and they go from A to B at a certain pace. Manifesting generator, we are not like that. We do three different things and we just want to jump. Even with my work, I got so frustrated. People were like, pick one, like just do massage. Why do you do also reading? It's like, I can't, I cannot. <laughs> I have to do both. And uh, At the beginning, yeah, lots of frustration. Lots of frustration because I couldn't say why the two were meant to be at the same time. <laughs> Now, I just understood that us manifesting generator, we create things and we adjust. It's like, this is how it is and I have to try it. And then maybe I get distracted. I want to do something else. And just flow with it. Yeah, we just need to follow what we're passionate about. Yes, and we go with that, isn't it? It's like we have to do what we are passionate about. Otherwise, it's really out of our alignment. <laughs> and uh, next, what's your favorite place you travel to and why? There are, I think, two places. The Mount Cook National Park in New Zealand and the Karijini National Park in Western Australia. They are national parks. I love nature. And these places are really powerful places. Those are those where you can feel the presence of a higher source, of the master, of your guides. They are so beautiful that 
just being there, something changes in you. You can't help it. It's so mesmerizing. You go there and you are in a certain way and you leave that life is different. Those were my favorite top places, really. And they are so beautiful that they mess up your scale. It's like, well, after I've seen this, how can I find something more beautiful? But sure, there will be. I just haven't seen them yet. Sounds amazing. And Mm. uh, what does your dream life look like? I think my dream life looks not too different from what I do. I am very fortunate to be able to work on the job I want to work. Probably the only thing that I would change is living closer to nature. Here, I really like to live in Amsterdam and the Netherlands, but I miss the mountains. Because of the situation right now, I don't have the freedom to travel to the mountains as much as I used to. So yeah, I would like to be able to experience that freedom of movement again, hopefully soon. But my dream life is very similar to the one that I have now with the freedom to experience abundance, fun, exploration. I want to keep growing. I want to keep learning. I want to keep being excited for new things, for new people. And uh, where can our listeners find you online? At the moment, I'm more active on Instagram at Manuela Iddas. Or they can find me, of course, there is a website where I still post and uh, there is a little blog as well. And uh, I am exploring Instagram the most right now. It's a fun tool that I'm learning. (laughs) And uh, there is a great community there. I am blown away by the how many nice people there are (laughs) to connect with, even if it's online. Yeah, so absolutely welcome to come and find me there. Okay, so I will leave all your links in the show notes below so that our listeners can connect with you. And thank you so much for doing this interview. It was so amazing hearing your advice and your experience. So thank you so much. Cool. Thank you so much, Ivana. It was a pleasure to be here. That's all for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed this interview. And if you have a goal you want to achieve, but you need help with mindset, accountability, staying on track and making consistent progress, then I invite you to book a free consultation. If you feel called to work with me in my one-on-one coaching program, which is specifically designed to help you stop falling off track and reach your goal. All you need to do to get started is to book a free consultation with me where we'll discuss the obstacles you're facing, you'll gain clarity on what needs to be done to achieve your goal, and we'll discuss how I can help you achieve your goal. So the link to book your free consultation is in the show notes below, or just go to laivana.com coaching and you'll find all the information and you can read the transformations of my previous clients as well on that site. Other than that, thank you so much for listening to this episode and for choosing to spend some time on this podcast. I appreciate you and I'll talk to you soon. Bye!